Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 11, episode 284. I'm Sanjay Parikh. And I'm Adam Walker. And uh, this episode is brought to you by our companies, togetherletters.com and edgewise.media. Together Letters to help you bail out of social media, but still stay connected to important people. So listen, you can use it to get away from social media and still stay connected. Just try it out. Togetherletters.com. It's free for groups and tenor lines. That's all I'm saying. I, so, I like how you did the dot com bubble days thing by calling dot it togetherletters.com. Dot com. And not just togetherletters. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to give you the whole URL. I'm going to give you the whole. I don't want you to mess this up. It's like 1-800-Flowers. Like, how do you? You can't. Me- it's 1-800-Flowers.com. You can't mess that up. You know the number. <laughs> And you know the dot com in one thing. It gets all the same. You've so, got the web. And then there's a free ad for 1-800-Flowers. I've actually never used 1-800-Flowers. You know Flowers. there's Have somebody you? out there that's been like, I need to know the number for 1-800-Flowers. What <laughs> is it? Like, you know somebody has asked that question. And then they felt probably. real, real bad about themselves. After the same the person that doesn't so. probably know how to use a phone book. It's the same person that's walking around like, where are my sunglasses? And they're just on your head, you know? Yeah. Like, it's that same. It's, which has been me. I'm not going to lie. You, I was going to ask. You've done that, haven't you? I've been done it in a while but i've definitely been that guy and i'm kind of like generally that guy a lot of times so i think i've ever done that with i think i've done the keys thing where you're holding the keys and you're looking for the keys at the same time (laughs) i'm pretty sure i have done that like i I where are my keys i will have to admit and i don't know if my wife is going to appreciate this but there was one time we were on vacation and she had both kids with her uh and she runs up to me and she's holding one of the kids in her arms it's like where's this kid i'm like (laughs) You're, you're holding that kid. Okay. Uh, I, you <laughs> have the, the kid. That's the greatest. I don't have the kid. You have the kid. So I, I've so. got, I, I saw a TikTok. Well, we're just going to diverge from it. I saw a TikTok <laughs> this week that was similar. So this guy took a photo of his girlfriend's phone laying on the floor. And then as soon as she left and got to the parking garage, he texted her the photo and said, Hey, you left your phone. <laughs> and she came back up and demanded that he give her, she give him, she that he'd give her her phone and he was like yeah but how did you know that that you you left your phone is she was like well you you texted me right so what did you read that text on she was that was it was it was so funny it was so funny i felt so bad for her i felt like this is this is not good so Anyway, all uh, all good. Well, anyway, uh, moving on. Let's uh, let's start the party here. So, uh, article number one. I think we already started the party. I think we have started the party. Yeah. Um, So, scientists use GPT AI to passively read people's thoughts in breakthrough. Like what? Like okay. So, do you want to go ahead and break this down for us? Because this is insane. Yeah, so uh, they had them in, and I feel like we've talked about these things before, haven't we? In like MRIs, um, and then was it that they, was this the one that they had them think about things and then they trained it based on that? Or is, well, yeah, I, I, think, I, think they, I think they like told a story and then watched the MRI, like how ah, it changed what, yeah. as the story was told. And then they told a story and then, and then the AI had to retell the story from just the brain scans. And what's crazy was, was like the, the story was almost interpreted uh, by the person. So like it would tell a story, like it told a story, like the person didn't have a driver's license was, was the story told to the person, but then the GPT decoded it as the person hadn't learned to drive. And so it was almost to me like the person, it was like a little bit of the interpretation of that person's 
story, if that makes sense. So it's right. kind of crazy. So I, I highlighted two things as a part of this that I think are important. So one is, um, here's the quote, the decoder was able to interpret the gist of stories that human subjects watched or listened to, even simply imagined using fMRI brain patterns, an achievement that essentially allows it to read people's minds with unprecedented efficiency. The second quote I highlighted was, though the researchers emphasized that their decoder requires the cooperation of human subjects to work, they object, they argued that, quote, brain computer interfaces should respect mental privacy. And what I keyed in on that was the, the idea of mental privacy. Like, our technology is at a point where we have to acquaint the term mental privacy. Like, does that not terrify you just a little bit? I mean, yes, man, it's actually a very interesting uh, area to think about, right? Look, this is almost like minority report. Yes. Uh, and like precognition. Right. And knowing yes. What, so like, I wonder how the courts and the Supreme Court would rule Right. If, like the police were able to scan your thoughts remotely. Right. Is that considered illegal search and seizure? And, and what's to stop them? Like, so, so what, where my brain immediately went and, and, and this is a little, a little bit out there, but it's, but it's not right. So right now we have the ability to stick somebody in an MRI machine, look uh -huh. at their brain patterns and the computer can tell you what they're thinking about. And that is kind of terrifying. Now I assume it has to be trained on that person first. So, Okay, so maybe there's some hurdles there. But eventually, okay. it gets past the hurdle of being trained on that person. They can just tell by brain patterns. And eventually, it's not being stuck in an MRI machine. Eventually, it's stuck in a room that, quote, captures the same imaging of your brain somehow. Like, there comes a point where right. you could theoretically be in a room that's equipped with these special sensors, and they're just reading your thoughts, or which is completely nuts or the technology gets so good that it's miniaturized enough that it doesn't have to be a room and you could just be walking around outside oh, that's even worse right oh, oh god because then so it's like worse. we're just going to monitor you for a week or two and uh, we'll get enough data about how your brain works yeah and then from there we can then just know what that's you're so, thinking I mean, all so the time. then imagine like you know people are dropping air tags and freaking out about air tags tracking them people dropping like a little mri brain reader in your backpack it, it, it trains itself on your brain and then eventually read your mind for a while like that's so, just Terrifying. The, those people with tinfoil hats. I think I've been watching too much Star Trek. Obviously, those people with tinfoil hats all of a sudden seem like they're maybe. It reasonable. seems reasonable. It seems reasonable. It really does. So yeah. All right. Well, moving on to the next thing that I, I mean, maybe it's reasonable. I don't know. But yeah, you're, you're up. You're up. Uh, yeah. Uh, th this I'm not sure what I think about this. I, this uh, feels like I'm a bad idea. Looking forward to trying it out. Maybe, but Bard yeah. AI in Google Messages could be the writing assistant you never knew you needed. Mm. So they're basically uh, implementing. So in Google messages, and I think you have this in Apple yeah. um, uh, texting as well. Uh, there's quick replies, right? Like there's, yeah. there's things that are reply based on kind of what the thing is. Like, yeah. I get this, yeah. And it's actually, sorry, I can't answer right now. Like that. Right. Like, and it's, yeah. it's quite handy sometimes in the car. Like I'll right. get a text message and I'll be like, I can say yes or no. Right. Like those yeah. are the choices because right. it knows there's a question there. Uh, and so that's an easy response. But if I need to respond to something, I can do the, the voice texting. This Got is going to be like, hey, um, I need to send this message and it it will make it all flowery. And mm. I, I, I think we've kind of talked about this before with email messages. We're getting to the point where like, OK, I'm too lazy to write the whole email. Yeah. But I'm going to make this thing write it so that you have to read it. Yeah. And then at some point then uh, and we've seen this in Artifact where it creates an AI summary of the article. Right. Right. right? Like yeah. 
like, can we just get rid of the whole AI business and just instead of doing pleasantries, like just send bullet points, yeah. just get right to the data. And yeah, that's pretty much what, what I do anyway. For. Like if you ever yeah. get a message from me that's super flowery, like it's probably not for me. Like you should, probably, you should know. Like basically, if it's you get a, a message, attempt. Yeah, like basically, if you get a message and like there's not really a greeting, but there is some content. I am big on giving context, but there's not really a, like a hey, how you, I don't care how you're doing. And and then and then, it, and then here's the context. Oh, so that's why you've never asked me how I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Here's the context. It. Here's the stuff you need to know. Here's the stuff I need to know. Boom, 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 boom. Like that's it. We're out the door. Like we're good. We don't need you and I. Don't need the flowery language. We're we're yeah. okay. We get the flowery language, I don't, I don't know, somewhere else. So yeah, I, I, I do a little bit of like, hey, how you doing? Like I do that first, when I email people, like the, the first line. The first know. line, but then I, I quickly transition into like, hey, here's all the things. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, exactly. I, I, it's Let's not get a to long, the stuff. I'm yeah. emailing you for a reason. Here's the stuff. Let's get to that. So yeah. Speaking about uh, somebody getting into the stuff. Yeah, the stuff and getting to. So two articles coming your way. I'll just read both of them and we'll talk about how terrible it's going to be. Uh <laughs> Wendy's Google, Wendy's comma Google train next generation order taker and AI chatbot. And then the other article, CKE partners with three drive-through AI firms. CKE owns Hardee's and uh, Carl's Jr., I think. And so okay. uh, basically this is the next level of AI taking your drive-through order. But here's, here's what I need to know. Okay, here's what uh -huh. I need to know. If I order through an AI at Wendy's, uh, is the order still going to take an ungodly amount of time to be fulfilled? <laughs> like an uh, just an absolutely unreasonable amount of time where you just have to sit there. And is the person at the window still going to ignore me a good 80% of that time? Like that's, that's really all I want to know. Like, I like, listen, Wendy's food is fine. Like I, their food is totally fine. Like I don't even have a problem with their burgers, but it's such a pain getting the food in to my mouth. Like that's the problem with Wendy's like that. Getting from order to food in mouth is so painful that I don't ever, I will never go there. I just can't do it. So, so I, first of all, I can't tell you the last time I had Wendy's. I don't know if I've ever had yeah. Wendy's because I don't yeah. know that there's anything there for me. Not really. Uh, no. But what I found interesting, like the thing that's motivating this is really the pandemic. Um, yeah. So they make a comment in here up to 80% of food orders at Wendy's are made at the drive through lane compared with roughly two thirds. So they went from like 66% up to yeah. 80%. So a 14% bump right. of people going through the drive-thru lane. And so, I mean, this I think makes a lot of sense because you're freeing up people in the store to work on the thing that you actually are looking for and not just right. finding out what you want. Yeah. Um, and no. so eliminating that. And I don't know if I've, I, I think it. I've told this story before on Tech Talk, y'all, but there was a time not too long ago, uh, I was with one of my kids and we were in a drive-thru lane of someplace. It might've been a Starbucks. And no less than three different voices. Oh, you did say through, that. Yes. Right. Went to so, a call center and then back and then that back and then back. Yeah. Like, that's I, I mean, crazy, I don't know man. where any of the people yeah. were. It might've been three yeah. different call center people, yeah. but they've already done this one step to yeah, uh, optimize the people in the store. Because I mean, if you think about it, you don't really need to have the person the in the store doesn't need to take the order. There's no, yeah, there's no reason I mean, for that at all. I totally agree. Just, they just need to know what to do. And so this is that, that next step of like, Hey, let's just get rid of the call center. Yeah. Yeah, and let's just have I, I grew up, the computer listen, do it. If you're Wendy's, I'm just if, if anybody from Wendy's is ever listening, to, I'm just telling you right now, like you would get more business if the drive-through experience wasn't awful. Like that's, that's all I'm saying. That's just all like but just make it better in some way. So that's what you're they're trying to do, right? You're on the path. You're on the path. They're, they're trying yeah. to do some of that, so. and maybe they can redeploy that one person per store to making yeah. food and not taking orders. So I'm down with it. Talking about uh, people 
redeploying stuff. Uh, Spotify ejects thousands of AI made songs in a purge of fake streams. So first of all, I didn't know there was a company that did this mm-hmm. where you could go in and say like, Hey, I want a song. That's oh yeah. This I, and that and I'd this actually and that. seen that before and, and I messed with it a little bit and it was, yeah. and, and what it produced was terrible. Um, and that's, <laughs> and I assume that's why they ejected it too. Cause it's like, this stuff is just abysmal. Well, no, um, what it sounds like they did is, so they took down about 7% of the tracks from this, uh, one startup boomy, um, which is equivalent to tens of thousands of songs. So right. They didn't take down all of them, but these were sus- suspected of artificial streaming. So people using other services to boost the rankings of these tracks. And they um. go on further to say, um, like there's services you can find, like there's this one that they uh, quote, spot a star uh, that offers 1000 Spotify plays for $6. So oh. you know, if you think about it, it, it's all about gaming those charts and then getting added yeah. into playlists. Oh. That's crazy. I should have figured. I mean, there's there's been fake reviews forever, fake Instagram followers. Of course, there's going to be fake Fake streams, Spotify listeners. Oh my gosh, that's insane. So, so it it wasn't that they were fighting against the AI created, AI augmented music. It's the AI augmented music that then had fake listeners Uh behind it. Okay, it was like, no, that that's not okay. So, uh, so speaking of fake and speaking of being ejected, and just in case you needed (laughs) another reason to abandon Twitter. I've got one for you. Uh, Tucker Carlson partners with Twitter for a new show. So he's going to have a show exclusively on Twitter, which again is just another reason that I just cringe at Twitter. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I I do try to keep politics out of the show. I really do. But man, that dude's just cringeworthy uh, and he is all fake. So um, I just... I don't, I can't even, I just, I can't even, that's all I got. I can't. Yeah. Even, so. I, I feel like I saw something where Elon Musk said to the point that, Hey, we don't have a deal with. Um, yeah. So there was a rumor that he had made a deal with Tucker Carlson to bring him over to Twitter. Right. And then he said, no, 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 we don't have a deal. He's going to have to abide by the same standards or policies, as everybody else, which is, I mean, I, I think as we've seen are no standards at all. Like that's really what we've learned. Like the standards of Twitter are that there are no standards other than what Elon Musk thinks is right. And that's what they're going to do every single time. So, I mean, that, that doesn't really count, but whatever. Um, I mean, again, it, it, it it's, uh, oh, I just, and then finally, oh. before the break uh, in silly news, uh, but maybe this is good. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Parler shuts down as new owner says conservative platform needs a big Revamp. So Parler, the supposed uh, uh, Twitter clone that was, yeah. uh, you know, all free speech. Nothing will get shut down. All free speech, except if you say anything bad about Trump, you can get it, you can get rejected from it within thirty seconds. We've yeah, seen that. but that's fine. I mean, it's like all just, free speech, though. It's all free. It's just mildly, but yeah, it was yeah. bought by this holding company, Starboard. And their website is weird because it's basically just like a WordPress theme and there's no information, Mm. but supposedly they also own the conservative sites, American Wire News and BizPack Review. Um, But they said about, so they bought Parler and immediately shut it down. Here's the quote in the, in the acquisition announcement. No reasonable person believes that a Twitter clone just for conservatives is a viable business anymore. And and the unspoken part of the that is like yeah go look at Twitter uh, is it is it that's, that that's, that's what that's what current Twitter is like twenty twenty three Twitter is a Twitter clone only for conservatives that's what it is welcome to Twitter twenty twenty three and it's everybody is fleeing there ah, you know I will say and I think I've said this before I'm I'm going to say this before we go to the break I'm kind of sad because I was so early on on Twitter yeah I man had my 
first name handle there. I'm just at Listen, Sanjay there. Everything uh, has a lifespan. I know. Everything does. It's, it's just sad. I go on there every now and again because I I click a click a link to something that's you know a Twitter thread and I want to read yeah. it. And yeah. then I look at my my notifications that it's like double digits almost always. I go in there and it is a dumpster fire of people adding me that are not trying to at me and they're trying to at other Sanjays. Yeah. And it's gotten so much worse that even if everything that had happened hadn't happened, I don't know that I'd be on Twitter anymore it's because it done. is a dumpster fire now. It's all done. All right. Next up, uh, two articles that are real similar um, about a service that some of you might use. Uh, Discord is growing up, so everyone needs to pick a new username. And the other article, Discord's username change has is causing Discord, which I mean, come on, like that's a that's like <laughs> that, that's almost that was too right on the there. Nose. That was it, right there to do. Yeah, you you somebody just, had you to shouldn't do have it. done it. You shouldn't have done it. Like it would have been funnier if you'd use like a nice synonym for Discord right there. Like it, like I don't know, whatever. So uh yeah, so apparently, you know, they're gonna make everybody pick an actual username and like actually use it like most every other social media platform and everybody's like wait no but it's not like every other social media platform don't do it don't do it discord don't do it well so here's the thing it's it's funny because um i've got sunjay on there too but then there's a four digit number that goes along with my sunjay so right the thing is is that you know ten thousand people can have that first name handle then right because of the way discord has been set up originally and so now they're like no we just want to be uniform and just You've got yeah. one handle across everything, yeah. Um, which I don't know how that really plays out in some of the things that they do because a lot of people will have multiple handles and yep. keep those handles separate across servers. Yep. Um, and so now it's like, well, are you going to support multiple handles? I don't know. I, I feel like they're they're looking at other people that are doing some of this social media stuff and being like, oh, we just need to be like them instead of going out and doing their own thing. Which yeah. I don't know. I I worry about that as is that going to be actually sustainable for them in the long run? Because usually that's not, uh, if you usually not good. Don't, go, don't crowd, do it. So. Don't do it. Discord. All right. Well, oh, well, I think they're already doing it. So there's not much we can do about it now. It's too fun. bad. They're not going to listen to me and you, but, uh, somebody that is listening to me and you, and hopefully this will be good for us. Chrome has a solution for sites constantly asking to prove you're human. That is all of them, and I hate all of them, and I'm so tired. The other day, I was picking out which ones are chicken dinners or something like that in, but, in like all this thing, and I'm a vegetarian, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get this right. But here's my question. Uh-huh. Has the CAPTCHA like, like, like process, has it ever questioned, made you question yourself? Like, like you're, you're trying to do it like, no, I got all the crosswalks, and then you go, wait, am I human? <laughs> I, I was sure that was all the bicycles. What's happening? Like it's an but existential then, crisis caused but then by it. Do the bicycles <laughs> is like, is the person riding the bicycle a part of the bicycle? Yeah, do for you sure. Them? Yeah. I, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Depends. If they wear a helmet, are they part of the bicycle? If they're not wearing a helmet, are they part of the bicycle? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't so, know either. Yeah. I, I I think. Um. I mean, if you were to compare me to a bot that could do those same things, I might end up being less human because I'm yeah. Not I mean, be it's it's consistent. entirely possible. Yeah. So, so so Chrome's thing is like once you verify. Somehow Chrome stores that you're human and it's somehow it's not a cookie, but it's like a cookie and other sites can access it, but not like it. I don't understand how they're doing it, but like, I don't I'm down, even though I don't really use Chrome. So that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I see this and I'm like, oh, when's this going to come to Firefox? Yeah, <laughs> that's all exactly. I think of every time I see this. I'm like, yeah, I need this in Firefox because I'm tired yeah. of that. And I, and yeah. I feel like I think I get it more because I'm almost always on a VPN. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mulvad yeah. like 
basically 24 seven, except for dumb sites like Ticketmaster that may won't serve you anything. If you're on a VPN, Ticketmaster better get with it in so many different ways. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, speaking of getting with it, Gen Zers are snapping up flip phones. They might be onto something. And so, all right. So a couple of thoughts. All right. So, so here's, here's the story. Uh huh. Gen Zers are like screens are dominating my life. So they will go and get a prepaid flip phone and then they'll go out. And if they want to, if they want to go to a meeting or a concert and they want to be focused and in the moment, they'll take the flip phone. So they're still accessible. They can still text with people, but they're not, you know, tempted to be like in their screens and in Instagram and taking photos all the time and all that garbage. Right. So I think that's great. The problem is you have to have two phone numbers. Like that's that, like, that's kind of the problem with that is like you, you end up having to have two, which I mean, I guess maybe is a good thing because like only the most important people to you in that scenario would ever have the other phone number. So maybe that's great. But like, that's, that's to me where this, like, I would love to have my same phone number and have like a crappy flip phone that I can like take to the pool and it's still my phone number, but then leave the other phone. Like that would be nice to have it in two different numbers. So you we've talked, and I'm like trying one, to search, one number for two phones. I'm trying to search through our, our show notes. We've talked about this before. Yeah. It was Somebody, like a light phone. It was called a light phone or something was like it that. Was it the light yeah. phone? I think it was called the light phone. And they were talking about, yeah, like you it still use your same phone number, but it had less functionality, blah, 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 blah. I don't know whatever happened with it. Um, I'm pulling I'm, it up right yeah, now. I'm pretty sure it was a light phone. Look it up. Um, but I mean, but I will say like, I love, I love the concept and I love the thoughtfulness behind it because people are like, no, I want to be in the mo-. like, like for example, like great example, right? So I went, I took my kid to the Taylor Swift concert and there's this dude in front of me and this guy is going nuts. I mean, just berserk over Taylor Swift. And like, like to the point where he's like singing every song, he's dancing around, he's got glitter in his hair. Like, dude, dude, you do you, that's great. But here's the thing. He spent a majority of the show with his phone out recording the experience it's- instead of just experiencing <laughs> the experience. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and I can tell you from my own experience that it takes away from the experience. When you are trying to record mm-hmm. the experience and experience it, you are you are are bifurcating your your attention. You are not enjoying it to the fullest in that moment. And so, yeah. like, if that's the case, if you're if you're a hardcore Swifty, just be there, do it. You can go yeah. watch videos of the concerts on YouTube all day. You don't need your own video of the concert. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you don't need that. And really, how many times are you gonna watch that video? Zero, zero times, zero yeah. times afterwards. You, yeah, you might like the next day to show somebody else. Yeah, well, but my like f- a month. Later, but, you're not even going to think about watching. That my movie. favorite from this individual is that he, at one point he had this kid, his phone out and he's doing a selfie video of himself singing the songs. I'm like, like, who's going to watch that video? Like, cause I would never want to see a video of myself singing my favorite song. Like never. Like, I don't like who's watching that. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And he had his so, girlfriend with him. She's not watching that. She's at the show. She's hearing it in, in her ear. She doesn't need to see that. So she's I, doing it I live. Yeah. So okay. the, the, the site is the light phone.com L I G H T light phone.com. Okay. Okay. Uh, the phone is $299. So it, it syncs. You've got to get a plan on it too, but then it syncs with your phone number. So you okay. can actually just take this out instead of your uh, other instead phone, your and, smartphone. and okay. you can still do all the things, right? You can call and text. And, and, and I think it. they might have some minimal data stuff on there, but like maps or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe something like that. But, uh, that's, that's basically Listen it. Man, you gotta be impressed with my memory that I was at. What, what episode did we mention that in? Because 
Like for me to pull that, oh, it's called the light phone. Like how does my brain know that? I can't remember what I had for breakfast, man. Like, I don't know. I'm looking for what episode. Oh I my know God. What I did this morning. It is on episode 10. So, we, so for, <laughs> from episode 10 to episode 284, my brain remembers the name of the phone. That's insane. From 274 episodes <laughs> ago, which is 274 <laughs> weeks ago, which uh, I'm going to have to do uh, the math. more than that. We probably had a week off somewhere in there. So Yeah. So over um, four, five years ago, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you still you remember and, yeah. and you haven't bought one. I've not for bought some one. reason, no. but, it but it still like exists. Uh, more it, power it to it. It still exists. More yeah. power to it. All right. Well. Uh, what's, uh, well, uh, I, mean, I lost track. Where, yeah, where are we yeah. at? What's next? Uh, like, what's next? By the way, I, I think the flip phone thing is, is just fascinating and yeah. it really did make me think about like, Hey, maybe I should do that. But yeah, um, I was I'm thinking the yet. same thing. Actually, yeah. I might yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next up, uh, something you need to be careful about Intel OEM private key leak, a blow to UEFI secure boot security. Uh, so yeah, I didn't understand any of that. So yeah, I knew um, you didn't because you're okay. in the Apple yeah. world and you're yeah. like, I don't understand yeah. things that cool. are yeah. like all this. So mm-hmm. this, <laughs> this affects a lot of us. It actually does affect, um, I think it might affect apples as well, but mainly windows machines, um, or, you know, basically anything other than an apple. So UEFI is the secure way that your computer will boot up and they, they have these private keys that they use to sign the code that the Mm. computer says like, okay, this is legitimate code that I'm allowed to run. Right. And it's not malware. Well, those keys have been leaked now. So that means that somebody that writes malware could sign their code and then make your machine run it before it boots. So like right at pre-boot. So it could actually do things that are then malware that then your operating system like windows would not be able to detect. Awesome. So, this is not good. Not the um, best. And this mm-hmm. happened because uh, somebody, I forgot who now it was, MSI, uh, which makes motherboards and things like that. They were, they had a data breach and the people got these keys. So. Dang. I don't okay. have a solution for any of you. Uh, no, hopefully just bad at some news point, all around. Uh, yeah. So if you have MSI uh, gear, uh, you should be super careful. Set your I computer on fire. <laughs> don't, Throw it out the window. I mean. You can set it on fire if you want, but we're take all it outside about extreme of the house. solutions here. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like <laughs> s- submerge it underwater, it's fine. So. Do it outside though. Don't do it in the, it in the house. Don't don't yeah. uh, and unplug it if you're going to throw it in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, bathtub. like don't don't <laughs> don't do it with the toaster as well. Ain't so. nobody got bathtubs. If you have stand up showers, put it in the stand up shower <laughs> it, for 15 minutes minimum. That's what it's going to take to fill. I don't. I'm, I mean, all right, well, and see, and um, the name is Adam Walker. If you need a reimbursement for your computer <laughs> that you just put in the shower and poured water on, that is that's AdamJWalker.com. I am not, not liable for anyone who follows my advice in any capacity whatsoever, ever in perpetuity. Ad infinitum. In uh, perpetuity. <laughs> All right. Last, last up before Weird and Wacky. Uh, a new startup hopes to let property owners make money from EV chargers uh this doesn't seem all that innovative they're like hey we'll install a charger you'll get a cut we'll get a cut awesome did i miss it's, something is that no that, that i mean model right <laughs> i mean okay. that's basically it but it's like okay, okay it's interesting because you know what we need a lot more ev chargers it's, out there it's kind of like i mean it's really honestly this is just basically like a vending machine model like that's that's literally <laughs> like that's what this is it's like look i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put the vending the coke machine in your office you're going to get this cut. I'm going to get this cut. I'll restock it. We're good. Like, you're good. You're, everybody's good. Yeah, we're good. It's okay. a vending machine for electricity. That's it's a vending that's, machine model for electricity. That's all yeah. this is. 
yeah. that's basically it. You know, okay. I, I didn't tag this story, but um, it's interesting. I, I read this story about Norway and Norway has gotten to the point where 80% of their new car sales are EVs. Mm. And so they are actually on the very forefront. They're going to ban internal combustion engine uh, vehicles in 2025. So just two years from now. Sales, no, right? No more sales of, okay. yeah, of ice well, new Sales of new cars, I assume. Sales of new cars. Well, yeah. I don't even know if like resales of like old cars is going to be. There's no way know. they can do resales of old cars. People lose too much value. Well, uh, I mean, of like imported cars, right? So so yeah. maybe oh, if I the cars are already there, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're right. already right. showing like a substantial reduction in air pollution. But more importantly, like there's all these like predictions of like, oh, if we get too many electric vehicles, the electrical grid's going to crash and it's going to be a disaster. Right. And they've not seen any of that stuff. Um, they've been creeping up in terms of EV stuff. They've not had any electrical issues. The only issue that they have had is when it's time for everybody to go on vacation, there's long lines at these EV chargers. Yeah, and that's are. why this article is particularly yeah. interesting because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you can get more EV chargers installed in a bunch of places, then you don't have to have lines. Mm, so apparently yeah. the Circle K there now has more EV chargers than they do gas pumps. Nice. Um, they've been switching over, but there's long lines because it's like, yeah. you can't just fill up in like five minutes. It's a 30 minute, like I got to hang out type of thing. So, so you know what I'm waiting for really the EVs? Like I'm waiting for a solid conversion kit. Like I want to like, how do I convert my mini into an EV? Like that's really like, that's like, that's what, that's what I need to know. So right there's actually yeah. companies that will do that. Yeah, um, I know. But it's like, got it's, it costs more than the value of my car to do it. So like, why would I ever so, do it? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, th that's really for like classic cars that you're like, I want to make it like yeah. environmentally conscious, but a classic car. Yeah. But so like, car. that's what I'm saying. But it's got to get like, if there, if there could be a price point where it's not that much, like it's expensive. I get it has to be expensive, but if, if you yeah. can eventually recoup the cost enough from the energy savings yeah. to make it worth my while, I would totally do it. Even if it's like recouping the cost over five years, I would totally do it. But like, I think, I think you'd have to switch out so much, right? You have to switch yeah. out the engine and the trans yeah. the transmission. Yeah. And I think at that point you're like, well, it's just going to be cheaper to buy a new car. That's yeah. An and th but that's like, that's the problem we have with so many things. Like, like even like computers, like, like technology, it's like, it's cheaper yeah. to get a new computer than it is to fix an old one half yeah. the time. Like that's, that's real dumb. Like it's yeah, real well, dumb. It's real I, dumb. I think that's why, you know, we've got companies like Framework where it's everything's modular, you can build yeah. it yourself and all yeah. that, and then you can trade it out, you know, like you can upgrade it um, yeah. and all yeah. those things. Yeah. We don't have that necessarily, although we're going to kind of maybe talk about it and then we're wacky in a second. We don't yeah. really have that in in vehicles and cars no. No. where you can do that kind of like fix it yourself. Yeah. Like, let, let me pull this engine out and put a different engine in. Like, that's I mean, not, some people do that. I got family that does that, but like, yeah. that's not, that's not my jam. But ever. those vehicles are not built for that. Like that's on you to figure out how to make yeah. it all work. They enjoy right? that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. True. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, uh, our only weird and wacky episode, and as promised, it's about vehicles. The lovely O. Why did you it, say vehicle like that? Vehicles. 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 Not vehicles. Uh, it's almost the, Darth vader <laughs> like, Vehicle. All right, sorry. Uh, the lovely O is an $11,000 flat pack micro car. So apparently this is about an 880-pound car that is about... I think uh, if it a uh, BMW 7 it's half the the length of the BMW 7 yep. and like 
I forget significantly less width as well. 17 inches narrower. 17 inches narrower. So apparently it it ships to you like almost like an IKEA furniture. Yep. And you like put it together, I guess. Yeah, and it's got yeah. enough room for two adults you and like 70 out. gallons of cargo space, which if you want to know how much 70 gallons of cargo space is, that's roughly two decent sized backpacks is really what 70 gallons equates to. Um, and it looks tiny, which is fascinating. That what, it, what this article did not talk about that I was curious about was safety. Like yeah. how safe is this? How safe can it be? Like that's yeah, so what it, I would be concerned about. It'll go up to 60 miles on a charge with a top speed of 55 miles an hour. Right. I don't know that this is a vehicle that you'd want to do on an American highway. No. Uh, no like no, you no, could no. do it on inside roads. I think yeah. you'd be okay. They yeah. did talk about safety in this and, and they're making sure that it is safe. Um, but if you think about it, like if more and more cars are going like this, like, Hey, these are like almost like glorified golf carts, right? Like yeah. Yeah. When you have accidents and it's like two, if it was two cars like this, I think it would be fine. It's, like, it's in it, it is called an LUV, a light utility vehicle, as right. opposed to a sports utility no, light, vehicle. Light, light urban vehicle. Light urban vehicle, yeah, which light is great. Urban. I love it's a yeah. love. I've got a love car. The which, the the other it means interesting something thing, very different in other circumstances. <laughs> anyway, moving on. The, the other interesting thing with the this is in charging. So we were just talking about charging and, yeah. and access to chargers. Well, with right. this, if you can't find a charger. You can pull out the two battery packs, which are separate. They weigh about 30 pounds each, and you can take them inside the house and plug them in All inside right, so the house instead of actually charging the car outside. Here's my question about that. Uh-huh. When is the last time you picked up something bulky that was 30 pounds and carried it about a hundred yards somewhere? Because that's what I'm guessing. Like it's a like I that's mean, a lot. That, that's asking and, and do it twice. Like that's I mean, I get that you can do that. But it's right. not practical. Most people are never going to do it. Like, like 30 pounds is pretty heavy yeah. to lug in, you know? But so. if if your drives are short, you don't maybe have to do this that often. So if you live in a place where there's not an EV charger, uh, it's like, fair. okay, that's look, fair. you've got an option until you get to the point where you do have an EV charger. Yeah, that's fair. right. Ver mm -hmm. Versus the challenge right now for people that are wanting to buy an electric vehicle and living in a house or a place where there are no chargers is like, well, that I just, I can't buy that. I am, I'm not even not price out of the market. I am just like mm, access wise yeah. out of the market because I yeah. can't charge this thing up. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Well, moving on. All right, Sanjay, tech rec time. What do you have for us this week? So I've got an app that um, I feel like I've talked about these kinds of apps before. So I've, I think I've talked about apps that help you track your packages. Yeah. I've constantly been on the hunt for a good one. And I've actually been surprised by this. So okay. I'm recommending the Shop app, which comes from Shopify. And I did not realize there is a free package tracker built into this app. So huh. Really, the main purpose of this app is to be able to buy stuff from all the stores that use Shopify, right? And and be able to have an easy way to do that. And you know, honestly, it's it's I think reasonable for that. I haven't really used it for that, right? But it's got a whole section where uh, you can, if you do happen to buy something from a Shopify site, you can scan the QR code. It'll add the tracking stuff right into your app. You can also synchronize it to your Amazon account, and it'll pull in all the tracking for that stuff. And then you can also forward emails of tracking 
to a private email address that they give you and it'll scrape the tracking number there, add it into your thing, and then it'll give you notifications on where your package is and make it easy for you to be able to track it. What? And this is all free. It's all included in the app. Now, we've said this before, when it's free, you're the product, you're right? The so product, yeah. very likely they're using your purchases to figure out things about you, to target more things for you yeah. to buy within the right. Shopify network, because that's how they make money. So just be aware of that. I've actually not um, synchronized my Amazon purchases because I don't want everybody to know. I, Amazon already knows it. I don't want yeah. everybody to know all my Amazon purchases. But I mean, but... don't you want other people to know what Amazon knows so they can compete with Amazon <laughs> and compete and give, go against the behemoth? I mean, I'm just saying, I you mean, give them an advantage. Is all I'm trying to say. Just the maybe, thought. Just the maybe. Thought. But I'll tell you, uh, this works really, really well. And I will tell you that I just recently bought um, something on Amazon Spain because this product is not that. Yeah, I know. It's weird. So I'll tell you what it is. It's a Philips Hue light that's a pendant light. Okay, that hangs down over like an island. Yeah. Well, this thing apparently only works on 220 volts. So we here in the U.S. have 120 volts. You can't buy this product here in the U.S. But I saw somebody on Reddit say like, "Oh, I bought this and I just changed this transformer out, and now it works and it's totally fine." So I'm doing the same thing. I bought it on Amazon Spain. Interestingly, it shipped from Germany, not from Spain. There you go. Okay. Did a little detour to Iceland, which I've actually never even been to Iceland, but my yeah. light now has been to Iceland. Yeah. And now it's here in the U.S., but I tracked it the whole way using the Shopify app, Dang. and it worked perfectly fine. It was awesome. Cool. It was great. So That's really cool. There you go. Check it out. The Shopify app, it is free, but just be careful what you put yeah. in there. There you go. Okay. What about you, Adam? What do you got for us this week? So I, uh, I, I, I've started using Obsidian. And we've talked about that before. And Obsidian, oh yeah, saves, it's Obsidian. so good. It's so good, and it saves files to your computer in Markdown, uh, which is uh, which is a nice sort of like simple file structure that converts HTML into Markdown. And I I found that I wanted to take my highlights from my Kindle, and I wanted to put them into Mar in, into Markdown really easily. So okay. I, so what I did was in, in the in the in the Kindle app, you can export all of your highlights from a book. And it exports them as an HTML file. So I was like, all right, okay. cool. I've got an HTML file. Now I want to make it into a Markdown file. So I found this HTML to Markdown converter so that it will take all of those notes and convert it into Markdown so I can then drop it into Obsidian. And it's all nice and formatted correctly. And I don't have to do anything else to make it nice and pretty, which I kind of love. So yeah. Uh, so that's it. It's a, it's a simple little thing. If you use a Markdown tool, uh, this may be helpful to you. And if not, then maybe you should use a Markdown tool. Go check out Obsidian and give it a shot because why not? Okay, so, so I've got a question for you that mm -hmm. uh, calls back to earlier in the episode. So like the guy filming himself singing to the Taylor Swift song. Yeah. How many times have you actually looked at the highlights that you've made in these books after you've made them? Almost zero, but I, I <laughs> you're I, the guy filming yeah, yourself singing the song. Well, but I, but I am trying to get better about using those highlights and notes to create ideas for blog posts. And so okay. what I want to do is on books, I want to be able to go back and like, okay, what were the highlights? Like, oh, I remember there was something about that book. Let me go back and look at it. So like, for example, like there, there's certain like Keystone books that I really would like to go back and look at highlights from. So for example, like Atomic Habits by James Clear. Like that's just one of the one of the best books on personal productivity I've ever read. And I've not done a good, I didn't do a good job of highlighting it the first time. I think I listened to it the first time. And so like that one, I would love to go back and look through my highlights, for example. So I think it just, it also depends on the book uh, as well. Like yeah. some are more classic, some are like, yeah, I'm never gonna look at that again. It doesn't matter. 
So it, it just depends. So, uh, okay. yeah, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on my website, sanjayparik.com, uh, or on LinkedIn. Some people follow me there. I post every now and again, but not that I don't. often. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I tried to for a little bit, but it's like, eh, I'm done. I, I can't it's do okay. it. I'm yeah. out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, I guess you can sign up on my website. There's a little subscribe button and every now and again, I post and you'll get it. That's it. What about you, Adam? Where can we find you? Find me on my website, Adam at jaywalker.com. Really the best way to connect with me, honestly, is to go to the website, subscribe to my newsletter, the newsletter. I try to go, I try to do one every week. Uh, if I'm being honest, I've been, I've been delinquent the last two weeks, but I'm working on it and I'm going to try to get something out this next week. So, uh, just sign up. That's the best way to connect with me because I'm just not really paying attention to other social platforms hardly at all right now because I just ain't got time for this. So ain't got the time for that mess. Dun, dun, dun.